Welcome. You are tuned into a message from the camp series of Livingstone's Family Church. This series of messages will stir up faith in your heart and empower you to be a strong believer. God bless you as you listen. Amen. Amen. The, the morning session, we're giving some very powerful, powerful ministrations. Amen. Amen. Understand this that transformation will only come through the word of God. Hallelujah. In fact, any form of transformation at all comes through words. Amen. Amen. That's what is happening when you go to school. There's, there's a section of words that a particular lecturer will be speaking to you consistently over a period of time. Then it transforms you from an ordinary person into an engineer, into a doctor, into a caterer, into a lawyer. It's just words that they minister to you when you go for lectures. And then they give you an opportunity to recall the words that they have ministered to you. Hallelujah. <laughs> do you agree? I agree. Do, do you agree? That's all about life. That's why you have to value words. They are very important. They make or make people. If your lecturer gives you wrong rapport, you will see that he himself, especially uh, for example, if you're a doctor, he himself will never come to your hospital for you to treat such a such a lecturer, even if you you offer free service for him. Because he knows the kind of words that he has imparted to you and what is supposed to make you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So that's camp. You're going to receive word upon word upon word in various formats, in various modes, and it is designed that you receive it with your spirit. And when you have received it with your spirit, it brings transformation. It starts transformation on the inside, and then eventually we see it on the outside. Hallelujah. During the panel discussion, one thing that cut across all the submissions was that there is a need for change. There is a need for change. After encountering this ministry, either one month, either two weeks, either three years, whichever number of years, there should be a significant change that people around you should notice. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And so... We, we deem that once we are here, we, we all love God. Hallelujah. Let me see by hand if you love, if you love Jesus. Wow. Amen. Amen. We all love Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. But once upon a time, there was a man that walked with Jesus. And so Jesus knew him quite well, very well indeed. And then Jesus left the scene for a while. He had been going on errands for Jesus. He had been having conversations with Jesus. He had been leading the people who follow Jesus. Hallelujah. Yet Jesus left the scene briefly. And then this gentleman abandoned the vision and said, let's go a fishing. <laughs> so Jesus, when he met him again, Jesus had to be sure. And he said, do you love me? I'm talking about Peter, the apostle. Yeah. Do you love me? He says, oh, I, I love you. It's okay, then demonstrate it. Feed my sheep. Then he asked him three times and the guy was offended. But he himself was the cause. Because when he left the scene briefly, the guy went back to fishing. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So we love Jesus without a doubt. But our, our love must be demonstrated. Amen. Amen. We have to demonstrate our love for Jesus. This afternoon, I'm talking about keys to excelling as a church worker. 
keys to excelling as a church worker. How many of us want to excel as church workers? Oh, the hands have reduced. Wow. How many of us want to excel as church workers? Fantastic. The angels have seen their hands up. Wow. So that he can, they can impart the graces that are required for you to excel. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Of course, you don't start anything except that you want to excel. You want to do well in whatever you have started. You want to be able to complete whatever you have started. Hallelujah. If you, if you don't have an ambition of finishing or completing or doing well something that you have started, I'm not sure you would have started in the first place. Hallelujah. No football team will go into a match with the expectation of just participating. <laughs> Not at all. Hallelujah. Every one of them, they have their, their target. Some of them, they want to qualify from the group stages. Some of them, they just want to score their, their, their fiercest rival, and that's sufficient. If they score them and they leave the tournament, they are fine. You know, but surely that would have that would be success for them you know they are own, by their own measure uh, yeah they, they were there some <laughs> hallelujah so we 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 want to excel as children of god we want to excel as children of god and god calls us so that we'll be able to excel as children of god hallelujah God calls us so that we'll be able to excel as children of God. And so that has to be something that you desire. You desire to do well as a church worker. Otherwise, whenever there is input, God is sending resources to help you to be able to excel. You can't flow. You can't understand what is happening. Hallelujah. You, 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 be, you consider it as a border. Amen. Amen. But once you understand it, that resource that God gives you is able to energize you or be beneficial for the cause for which it has been sent to you. Do you believe it? I believe it. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So I know that we all want to excel as church workers. And Many times, because we put the church workers, we consider that maybe the things that we hear are not so important. Oh, it's Pastor Philip. He will, every time working for God, working for God, he wants us to work for God. Or oh, it's Pastor Stylish. Every time you must work for God. You are, it's them. But similar attitudes are required for you to do well in any work. Wow. Hallelujah. One day I heard the news that um, I think a certain professor was talking about a certain musician in Ghana. The guy had gone to deliver a lecture outside. And he was saying that it's high time we, uh, it was a she, she was saying that it's high time we acknowledge these artists in the creative industry because they apply such work ethics that some serious academic institutions, they don't apply. Students in some serious academic institutions, they don't apply. I just see that some examples that are not so good examples, they apply themselves to such strict work ethics and discipline before they can emerge. You hear a lot of musicians who show up in this, on, the, on the stage and not knowing they have been underground for many years. Working at the studio, serving people who are, who are already up, be doing catching razors with that money, doing a lot of work before they come to stardom. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Yet still, we will look at them and then we will just conclude that it is uh, blood money. 
or they have gone to see something or they have gone even that one it takes discipline because you you have god you too you have access to god if they have access to tigari if they have access to somala you have access to pastors you have access to god so if they can be disciplined if they can be committed to going to seek help at those places that we condemn you too must be disciplined you too must be committed to seeking help where you think that it is a qualified place for you to seek help <laughs> hallelujah so let's understand principles to be principles and then let's apply them rightly hallelujah so as a church worker I, I thank God for the season that we are in setting our lives in order as a church worker you must have a certain attitude attitude is everything I, I joined a certain uh, course and then that was the first thing and after a lot of conversations and discussions everybody all the CEOs every one of them chose attitude over all the other attributes and qualities that an employee could have attitude 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 is everything attitude is everything tell your neighbor attitude is everything attitude is everything if you can get your attitude right towards your own activities your own endeavors if you can get it right you will excel hallelujah if you can get your attitude right you will excel and more so when you come into the kingdom because of them that have gone ahead of us there's a certain standard so our attitude ought to be that to come to that measure as a minimum for us in this ministry we have pastor pastor philip to look up to and that should be your minimum standard hallelujah that should be your minimum standard because you are a direct beneficiary of the grace of the attitude that he has demonstrated. Amen. Amen. Do you like the message? I love the message. Is it good? It's good. It's good. It's good. But you see, the work of the ministry is such that we are continuing a certain work. And everybody should appreciate that. Many times we say that Jesus on the cross, he said, it is finished. And so his work was done. His work was done, but not done. According to the book of Acts chapter 1 verse 1. Maybe in the New Living Translation. And somebody can read for me. The Acts of the Apostles, chapter 1. You start from verse 1 and read. Somebody can read. Anybody in the congregation? Oh, draw your sword. <laughs> Everything Jesus did what? Everything that Jesus began, he didn't finish it. And that's what the whole act of the apostles is about. The continuation of what Jesus began. Hallelujah. Because we know that Jesus began to heal all peoples of sicknesses and diseases. But there are yet people who are still sick. So he didn't finish it. He began to cast out devils. And it was just the beginning. To set us an example. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So it is a privilege for us to have been called as church workers. To continue what Jesus did. And we have to look unto him the author and the finisher of our feet.
to conduct ourselves in such manner because he has demonstrated that it is possible. Hallelujah. So don't get angry with your pastor when he tells you that you can't do the work of God anyhow. Hallelujah. You can't do the work of God anyhow. In fact, you can't do your own work anyhow. Let alone the work of God. You can't do your secular work anyhow. Let alone the work of God. So you can't do God's work anyhow. That's why attitude is significant. That's why attitude is important. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And another reason why attitude is important is that the work that has been given to us is a great work. It's a great work. People outside the kingdom will have other, other will think otherwise. But those of us who have been privileged to know of this, it's a great work. Listen, the entire state when someone misbehaves, when someone has a challenge, has a difficulty, has a weakness, they, they lock, they imprison the person because they are not able to uh, cohabit with such people for transformation to take place. But in the kingdom, we cohabit with them every day. Do you understand me? Yeah. If somebody is a murderer, when the state catches that person, the state will imprison the person. Isolate the person from society because it's a danger to society. But the church, the doors are open. When somebody is a murderer, the, the church still prays. The church still nourishes the person with the word of God and there is a transformation and the person's life is turned around. Wow. So it's a great work that has been given to us. That is why you can't do it anyhow. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Because if you have this mindset, you will excel as a church worker. Wow. That this is a great work. The opportunity to, to bring transformation. Obadiah 170 says that a savior shall come up from Mount Zion. You are a savior. Amen. I'm a savior. You are a savior. I'm a savior. Can you imagine? Somebody somewhere that by now you don't know yet because you haven't gone on outreach. It's waiting on you so that that glorious destiny of the person can be honored. And the, the entire family will be appreciative of you forever. Wow. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So it's a great work. And some of you, you don't know that it's a great work. Because of that, Oh, my friends. Oh, my, my, my sister. Oh, my this. Oh, my that. Nehemiah 6. Start from verse 3. Do you like my message? Yeah, I love it. You oh, then smile, please. Fast. Smile, smile. Smile. If, if you don't smile, you are a suspect. <laughs> and then, and then um, the media team will pick you out if you are not smiling. So that after, after my message, I'll come and see why you are not smiling. <laughs> Nehemiah 6, start from verse 3. Hallelujah. Some people sent me sent message. Oh, uh, call call it for me. Call this one. Come, it's very important. I'm coming from the king's palace. Come, I have a very important news for you. Come, so go and tell him I won't come. I'm doing a great work. Why should I stop that work and come? Wow. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I'm doing a great work. I like I like during the final discussion. Uh, the Kinatu says something and I, I loved it. I picked it because I like such things. He said that this time around, I, it was not asking. I was informing them that I'm going for camp. It, there's a difference between asking and informing. Yeah, 
Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And I loved it. Because you see, the thing is that until anybody comes into the kingdom and experiences personally what we experience, they can't understand. No amount of explanation. Why are you every day running to church, going and coming? You can't understand. You don't understand. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. We, sometimes we ourselves, we don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> we don't. Sometimes the question they're asking us, we ourselves, we don't understand. That's why, that's why the prophet said that I, I, I decided not to preach anymore. But I couldn't help it. There was something inside. So he couldn't explain it. So sometimes don't try to explain everything. Why are you the, this thing? What, what do you get from it? You don't understand. You don't understand. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So God has called us to a great work. Do you believe it? I believe it. Wow. Instrumentalist, do you believe it? Wow. It's a great work that you are doing. That you play. So you don't know. Some people, this is a place that they will get their maximum excitement. Immediately, camp closes and they are going. Then Satan tries to project something. But I declare that Satan is a liar in the name of Jesus. Whatever joy that you, you, you catch shall be sustained in your life Amen. in Jesus' name. Jesus. Hallelujah. Because it's true. Some people's lives, this is the most exciting moment in their life. And so when they are able to play for you to express your joy, it's a great work that they are doing. Some people have to pay money to psychiatrists and psychologists and all of that so that they can help them out of depression they play the keyboard they play the instrument they play the drums and then you dance away your depression it's a great work hallelujah apart from attitude the next thing that i want you to consider as a church worker is your motivation. Your motivation. Your motivation. If every two seconds you are offended, you get angry at doing this work, your motivation is suspicious. Hallelujah. Every time you are they came to pass by you. They didn't greet you some. You bore. They mentioned it. They didn't mention your name some. You bore. The uh, Zion cleaner was sharing food. They forgot about you. They served everybody and they started eating. And they didn't get us. Uh, they they just, it was just an oversight. You bore. You bore. Is, is, it, is it good? Is it good? It's good. If you, if, you, if, you are, if you fall under this category, it's motivational issue. What motivates you? What, what motivates you in doing the work of God? <laughs> our motivation is our love for God. If there is any motivation that is going to be sustained across all the uh, things that will happen, that you will encounter, is, a, is our love for God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And yes, ah, 
motivation heart. Sheep, sheep, sheep. Wait to break your heart. Wait to your school fees. First semester, second semester, year one. First semester, second semester, year two. Or do year three. Or say, Okoye, Osha. I was sorrowful for me. Yeah. Yeah. If your motivation is not towards your love towards God, sheep be a humble you with And you cannot serve and you cannot guide them and you cannot minister to them wholeheartedly. Me ye no so format. Am I preaching? It is true. <laughs> and it is very. Hallelujah. So, your motivation as a church joker has to be born out of your love for God. Just like Peter was asked, do you love me? Then do this work. Because Jesus has said that a lot of people will say they love me, they love me, but I don't know them. Because it's not demonstrable, this love. So you have to demonstrate your love God and he has given you the opportunity and Pastor Philip has also given you an opportunity. Wow. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Motivation. You see, people will get you angry. Uh, Jesus himself said it, the master. He says in this world, offenses they will come. Inevitably they will come. You can't, you can't deduce any strategy to deal with it. Except you embrace the fact that offenses will come. Because you, you can't tell where it's going to come from. To safeguard yourself, safeguard your heart, you have to be operating in love. That is the only guarantee that wherever it comes from, you survive. In fact, some people can even be offended in God himself. God himself, some people can be offended in him. <laughs> but there is no defense except that you are intoxicated with the love of God. So that even if it looks like God has disappointed you. What you will say is that though he slay me, yet will I trust him. Wow. Though he slay me, yet will I trust you. And God, I have served you three years, and I served you five years, and this is how you treat me, God. This is how you treat me, God. Yeah. 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 But it is there. Though he slay me, yet will I trust him. That's the love, the, the love language. That's coming from a place of love. You can only say that when you are intoxicated with the love. Because when your beloved does something to you and you don't get angry, and somebody else does the same thing and you get angry. It's a demonstration of love towards one. The, the intensity of love, one towards another. Do, do you get it? Do, do you get it? Aha. You are recalling all your unique experiences. Individual. Yeah, I can see it. I can see it. I can see it. The thing that you say, no problem to your beloved. Another person say, I don't like that. Do like that. 
do like that. You know? There is okay. Oh, no problem. It's coming out of a place of love. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Wow. Wow. So that is what will sustain. That is what will sustain you. Hallelujah. That is what's going to sustain you. Amen. If you don't want to tire in the work, if you don't want to get worn out in the work, you have to Acknowledge that this is an opportunity for you to demonstrate your love towards God. Because Bibi and I want to be trying and coupon school fees. Want to be turn your money and coupon. Very true. What is here? So you can do it towards another. Because you didn't do it to the least of these people. You didn't do it unto me. Do you understand? So, in doing it for people, your neighbor, your roommate, your family member, your coursemate, you are doing it unto the Lord. Never see anything that you do for man as doing it for man. Consider that God has privileged you to demonstrate your love towards him. Hallelujah. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain glory. Powerful men of God are coming to minister. They haven't lined me up on program. I'm not even backing. <laughs> eh? Eh, so that I will get close to the man of God, this anointed man of God. All through the program, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I haven't been featured. Then when we are having cell meeting, uh, tell me that I should come and sing. Ah. Yeah. Am I preaching? It's good. That's what we call vain glory. Hey. Oh, man of God, and say, Oh, wow, you sing powerfully. <laughs> because of that, you bore. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or for vain glory. Hallelujah. Share me preach you. I'm preaching rough. Share me preach you. preach Mama Bakumi and even come along. The other thing, is, which is very important, key that you must have, is that you must be bold and courageous. You must be bold and courageous. Listen, the book of Joshua shows us the attitude, what is necessary. To be able to lay hold on the promises of God. So it says to uh, God speaks to Joshua severally, be bold and courageous. Be bold and very courageous. Severally. Because it is a necessary ingredient for you as a church worker to excel. I remember when we were in fans. There was a school park. And our prayer meeting times are after, after light out. Nobody is coming to God. They, they will throw a stone to hit the lure. And then you know that they are on the move. And then you also, you trek, you pass through some appian way, some, some, some bush. Be. In the 90s. Yeah, it's true. It's true. I, I remember. I think I saw you. Ah, uh, it was you. It was you. 
And I will go and pray. The, in fact, the journey to going to pray itself is a, is a, is a, is a deadly voyage. Because you are going through, you are going through uh, the bush where animals don't know your name. <laughs> and they don't know who you belong to. And then the, and the teachers also, the masters also are around. For, forgetting, forgetting the prefect and your seniors in the hall, in the house. That one, your bed, you have forfeited it. <laughs> so when you come, maybe you sleep on bedboard. Or if there's some spare bed, you perch when the person taps you. Then you wake up and go and then continue. Until who near could run to me yet? To me yet. You are not bold, you will not do it. This praying is good. Yeah. Very good. It's good. It's good. But you have to brave yourself to get there to pray. Some of the some of the students uh, who couldn't make it, some too did make it. Uh, thank by the grace of God, we have to speak to their parents. Some of them they told us they say no. They say it's a natural. They say let's let's talk to them. Why? Are they God? They can change their mind. Your heart is in the hands of God. He turned it whichever way he wants. So to them they think that nothing can be done. Their words are final, but we know that we are able to change it. And then we, we go there. Some we have to go personally. In person. You have to be bold and courageous. And say, you want to me yet? One year bold, it's a great work. So one year bold, one year courageous. Uh, uh, it's late. Uh, we, we, it is not. Uh, they say that. They, they say they are to be. None of us. None of us had an easy free passage. None of us. And then also from judging by the stories of the men of God, none of them either. Hmm? So there is nothing that has come to you that is strange. Do you understand? Yes, Pastor. I uh, I is in the FBI now camp in Tiuba Messi I I I life I I don't know. Formula, yeah, we see you. won't find your shade. Why ask me? Part of the cockroach. Levels by Regina. Hallelujah. Be bold because God Himself has given us all we need to be able to be effective workers for Him. He has given us men of God. Those who have been given the grace to teach and equip for the work of the ministry. So you must be courageous in what you are learning and to, to put them to use. Know that God himself has interest in you excelling in the work that he has given you. So he has given you men. He has given you graces. Some apostles, some teachers, some pastors for the equipping of the saints for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, so that we will all be able to attain to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. So, you, you have to be bold and courageous, knowing that the person, your coach is God himself, through the agency of the man, the gift, he calls it, that he has given to you. Wow. And apart from that also, he gives you personal gift. Personal gift. Ministered by the Holy Ghost. So that you will be able to be effective in the work. He gives you gifts in men to teach you. And then he gives you personal gifts. Every one of you has one. Hallelujah. 
let's look at it quickly and then I'm sure that my time is getting almost up. First Corinthians chapter 12, start from verse 1. New Living Translation. And somebody can read. 1 to 7. The spiritual gift is given to each of us so that we can help each other. That's the purpose of spiritual gift. So that we can help each other. Hallelujah. It's given to each of us. So you have one. If you have not activated it to be using it, it doesn't mean you don't have it. You have one. Hallelujah. And that's why you must be courageous. That's why you must be bold. To go all out for God in this work. When they call you to go and pray for somebody who is sick, don't say, hey, yeah, me, you have never been a doctor, and then you are, you, that grace is it's only a grace, it's only an ability. It's only an ability that comes upon you. So don't keep that responsibility on your shoulder as if you are the one that it depends on. It depends on God. You are a vessel. So, if you, if you have never prayed for somebody to be well, and then they call you, don't run away and hide and say, hey, yeah, me, me. It's not you, because you, we know you. That is not possible. <laughs> but there is a healing ability. That if you agree with God, that this vessel, at this moment, you can pass through me, he will pass through you. I wish I could talk about itself because that is the greatest hindrance to the manifestation of these giftings. Wow. When you place that self there, there's a self. There's a self. Because that is the, that's the reason why next time when they call you, you will run away. Am I preaching? That's the reason why next time when they call you, you are, you are, you are running away. Because they, the other day, your faith was so up high. You know that Charlie, you are going. And then Charlie, she ain't see. Then, then, oh, But it's not you. The day I discovered it, I was free. Call me that you're uh, uh, somebody is dying, let's pray. I'll pray. Afterwards, I'll continue my food if I'm eating. But it's not me. Me, ah, me, I'm a computer person. I'm not doctor or anything for you to. Okay. So, if you, if you believe the grace of God so much that you, are, you, you approach, your faith is stirred up and you approach. Oh, me too, my faith is there. So, we, we will we'll continue, we'll continue together and say, God, this person believes your grace. Me too, I believe that you can pass through me. So, let it be so. Maybe, I'm not sure, maybe I'm not sure. Oh, my feedback, oh, my feedback, oh. Because the feedback Yeah, he has to be bold. Please give me two minutes. Okay, two minutes. Yeah. She was the one she was the one I was looking for. And then I had the flu. I said, Oh. Uh, 
So I'll, I'll wrap up. I'll wrap up pretty soon. So that is it. So every one of us, your home, there is, a, there is an issue, and you are, you are a child of God, and that you need, you need God to intervene, and you, you, you want your parents to come together and pray. You want to pray with your parents. You have heard him on phone talking about his business and how. You just, afterwards, you just approach him and say, you know something, let's pray. God is able to do the impossible. How would they blame that to me so? And you mean me, me impossible. No. God. 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 What you here? But me, I believe it that God is able to do the impossible. So you too, I want you to believe it. Then let's pray. And then it will happen. It's the self. One day that we'll be able to talk about it. You see, to be removed from there so that you flow. problem and then the last thing I want to mention is that we minister by the spirit. It's a spiritual work. It's a divine work. Though we are interacting with people who sometimes may be carnal, very carnal, it doesn't mean that we also come down to carnality. We remain spiritual and operate to them through our flesh. Because it's a spiritual work. Some sheep that is giving you excuses, excuses, excuses. And so, if you, if you descend to that sheep level, then you bore. See this sheep, every time give excuses, forget about him. <laughs> Look at some people. You know? But if you maintain your spirituality, you know that, mm, I dare we and you're normal. Anytime you meet this person, the person is so excited talking about God and all of that. But when you call the person on phone and then the person is giving excuses and you know that it doesn't add up. It's a spiritual work. Hallelujah. So you have to acknowledge that it's a spiritual work. To be successful as a church worker, acknowledge that this is a spiritual work. Ube bompaye. Ujiasye. Ezebo bompaye. Because it's a spiritual work. That is a, it's like a, a baseline. You're not an idiot. Hallelujah. You must pray. And you must seek the anointing. Because it is that which makes us successful or effective in the work that has been given to us. One day, I shared I gave the culinary department an assignment. You know, I wanted them to journey through the pages of scripture so that they can, they can appreciate the place of food in ministry. So I gave them an assignment. I said that they should discover, they should find scriptures and explain the, the role of food in Jesus' ministry. Because Jesus himself saw multitudes following him and then he said that these people, they are following me because of bread. <laughs> Do you understand? So, even that is a spiritual work. Even that is a spiritual work. Hallelujah. Me preach you on. I have some time as soon. Hallelujah. So, so I, I think the challenge has been maintaining your spirituality and operating in the flesh or operating physically. That has been, and especially when you are engaging with unspiritual people or carnal people. You see, when you go to that um, drinking spot, they don't know your Bible. They don't know your God. Yes, you want to minister to them. You can't start quoting Jeremiah and uh, uh, Obadiah and then all of those. Is, uh, they don't understand what you are talking about. You'll be, you'll be a mockery. You know? 
But that doesn't mean that at that moment you should close the Bible in your mind and minister to them. <laughs> As the Sally says, and then you to you order one bottle to, to lie with them. You know, so it's a spiritual work, and you have to. Even, even if you are playing football, I remember one day last last illustration, and then I, I remember one day we went, we had the what's it called, uh, the hangout, and then there was a, uh, one of us who had forgotten himself, just because he's uh, just because we are having fun, singing some songs and dancing. Hey, mercy, Lord. <laughs> Mercy, Lord. Oh, yes, let's ease up small. Let's, let's relax small. The person has, the person has forgotten, has, has suspended every divine principle. And that, is, that becomes the challenge for, for us. But understand that it's a spiritual work. You don't have what it takes except God and graces you and enables you so demonstrate your need for god on constant basis every ministration don't be don't be too experienced to want to go to into administration based on your experience so the, let your dependency be on god let your dependency be upon the spirit of god and then need him every day as if that is the first time you are going to do anything for God. And I can assure you that if you take these things into consideration, you will always be effective as a church worker. Let's give a mighty clap offering unto Jesus. God bless you so much. God bless you for listening. Go out and work wonders by the impact of this message. Kindly subscribe to this podcast to receive updates on new messages. Shalom.